you're listening to Coast Access Radio on 104.7 FM. And hello, it's Peter Fleming again. I'm your host for the next 90 minutes here on Coast Access Radio 104.7. We're broadcasting live from the studio in Mahara Place in Waikanae on a rather nice uh, day, I think. It's not that warm outside. Temperature's telling me it's 17.9. But there's lots of blue sky with lots of little tufts and puffs of white cloud around. Golly, some rain last night. It seemed to hammer down and a bit of uh, thunder and lightning in this area. I don't know what it's like anywhere else. Not aware of any damage anywhere, but it was uh, it was one of those nights when it was nice to lie in bed reading a book. It was warm and cosy while the, it thundered and lightning and the, the rain beat down outside. Anyway, nice day today. Um, so, all sorts of music and stuff for you as usual. Uh, great tracks and side tracks. So, we'll kick off with... Have some day, uh, David Bowie. Taking you nowhere Angel Look at that sky, life's begun Nights are warm and the days are young Yes. 
Had a glass accident? Or perhaps the ranch slider doesn't? Slide that is, the rollers don't roll. Are your windows sticky? Or are they leaky? Leaking cold grass. Sounds like you need to call Simon of iGlaze. Simon is an NZQA accredited glazier. He does it all, glazing locks, rollers, hinges, seals, any and all windows, ranch sliders, glass maintenance, bathroom glass. He'll do it all. So give him a call, 021-2111-770. Or pop into Olive Grove and ask Fleur, hey, where's Simon of iGlaze? Have you got a warrant of fitness? I'm not talking about a warrant of fitness for your car. I'm talking about a legal warrant of fitness. It's Trish here from Best Practice Lawyers. Just like when you take your car in for a warrant and they go through a checklist to make sure everything is in order, we do a legal warrant of fitness with the same principles. We check things like making sure your will, enduring powers of attorney, or family trust are in order, or any other legal stuff that you might need us to look at. If we can be of assistance to you, give us a call at Best Practice on 04 293 4469, or you could search us on the web, bestlaw.co.nz. My usual look at a bit of local entertainment. I didn't get to see anything at the movies this week, so I can't report on any, any films. Uh, we did finish off the uh, Murder by Chocolate series, series at the um, uh, Capity Playhouse. We had a final performance on Saturday night. That was a great success. And next year, well, we've got uh, The Adams Family, which I think is coming up in April. There's auditions taking place for that. Uh, details on the Facebook page for Capity Playhouse. And uh, then following that, we've got the rights for The Mousetrap, the uh, long-running Agatha Christie um, who done it? Which has been going, of course, in London for donkey's years, for much longer than most of us have been alive. I think. Anyway, so that will be at the Capity uh, Playhouse next uh, next winter, uh, and of course, also I believe that Coast is doing Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. So great lineup starting for next year, twenty twenty two, for people here on the Capity Coast for some uh, light entertainment. Uh, and I'll talk to you, Light Entertainment, about the Eagles after we've heard from Diana Ross.
Diana Ross, of course. Uh, right, I mentioned the Eagles, and I said there was uh, something. Well, I, my wife and I are going tonight there. There's the Eagles uh, tribute um, group on in Wellington this evening at the Opera House. I think there's two performances, one at six and one at eight, which is making up for um, the postponed performance from a few weeks ago due to the COVID situation. Uh, I gather that the Opera House has been busy sorting out the seating arrangements, and so uh, they've split the audience, I think, between two performances, general admission. So it'll be interesting to see where we end up sitting. Hope it's not up in the gods. Uh, strangely enough, by uh, sheer coincidence, there's an article in the International Express, Eagles are landing in London. Rock legends, the Eagles, will play London next year on their 50th anniversary tour. Uh, so June the 26th in Hyde Park. And it will include founding member, member Don Henley, formed in 1971 and split up in 1980. And if uh, that was when they the, said they, the band would get back together when Hell Freezes Over. Well, of course, they did reunite for the, the Hell Freezes Over tour and uh, recorded an album to go with it. Anyway, the London show will be the final chapter in the European leg after Edinburgh, Dublin, Arnhem in the Netherlands and Liverpool's Anfield Stadium. And they'll be joined by Elton John, Duran Duran, Adele and Pearl Jam. That's at Hyde Park, June the 26th next year. So <laughs> who knows what the situation is going to be. I mean, uh, things are sort of getting back to normal. I was talking to a travel agent over the weekend and she said, well, yes, bookings are picking up now. People are starting to, to get back to flying around the world on, on holiday, vaccination taking place. I just don't somehow feel I'd want to land in the middle of London at the moment, the situation. But then again, if you're double vaccinated, um, you've reduced the risks of catching COVID considerably, of course. So uh, talking about the Eagles, here we are. Let's have a track from the Eagles. Desperado. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. Oh, you're a hard one, but I know that you got your reasons. These things that are pleasing you can hurt somehow Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, boy She'll beat you if she's able You know the queen of hearts is always your best bet Now it seems to me some fine things have been laid upon your table but you only want the ones that you can't get Desperado Oh, you ain't getting no young Your pain and your hunger They're driving you home And freedom, oh freedom Well, that's just some people talking your prison is walking through this world all of 
There we are, that's the Eagles, and as I said, I'm uh, going to see their tribute group that's playing tonight at the Opera House in Wellington. And talking about pop stars, looking in the paper here, uh, David Bowie. Uh, David Bowie's estate is in talks to sell his songwriting catalogue for bids of around, brace yourself, £145 million. Golly, that's nearly $300 million. That's for the songwriting catalogue of David Bowie. The deal will span decades of albums, including Let's Dance and Heroes, and reflects the trend in buying music rights, which has increased with the rise of music streaming. Incredible, isn't it? Um, you all sort of thought, when you when you could start effectively pirating and streaming music, that uh, the bottom would drop out of the market, but this is just taken off even more. Not quite sure how, but it has. So talks are reportedly at an advanced stage for Bowie's music, with possible buyers, including investment groups KKR and Blackstone and Warner Music Group. Wow. Uh, left his estate to his second wife, Imam, and two children. It's a lot of money. $300 million. Wow.
you, company? That's Lucy of Lucy's Bins. Well, not actually, Lucy. Hi. She's busy. Her bin business is taking off and carpety is full. Lucy's lovely lavender bins are popping up all over the place and carpety's at capacity. But if you live in Levin, get in quick as bins are flying out to new customers all the time and you don't want to miss out on the best service. You don't even have to wheel your bin to the curb with Lucy's bins. It's a jolly handy service, especially if you're elderly, infirm or just forgetful. Fill and forget, Lucy's team will take care of that. So, Levin locals, don't miss out. Call now, 0508 787 753 and check out their website and Facebook page too. Lucy's Bins, 0508 787 753. Redden's Raumati Village, where there's always something going on. A warm atmosphere, your favourite tipple and the tastiest food. There's a great menu, including keto and vegetarian dishes, cocktails, guest beers, a kid's menu and daily specials. Don't forget charity quiz nights are every Tuesday and steak night every Wednesday. Free venue hire for private parties. Contact Redden's for more. Find them on Facebook or at redden's.co.nz. Redden's Raumati Village. Barney and the team look forward to seeing you soon. Neighbours, I've mentioned them before on uh, on the programme because there's um, not infrequently articles about problems with neighbours. I think we all know if you're lucky enough to have good neighbours, both sides or, or anywhere all around you, then it makes a huge difference to your quality of life, doesn't it? Um, but if you've got bad ones, <laughs> one wonders at the background of this, uh, this little article, Gran loses appeal over assault with COVID spray. Well, that's put her in a place. She's a granny straight away, so... Uh, we've got our image of her, a granny who squirted neighbours with antibacterial spray as she cleaned her fence during a COVID outbreak, lost her appeal against COVID convictions. Uh, this lady, well, she's a granny. Uh, what did you have in mind? She's, she's only 61, blimey. Uh, she shouted out, two metres, get away from my fence, when her neighbours, uh, Mrs Fisher and her daughter, leaned over. <gasps> but droplets of the liquid hit their faces and both had to seek hospital treatment. Hmm. They suffered no serious injuries. No, I shouldn't think they would do. They most people would rush off and just wash their face, wouldn't they? Uh, so gr- the granny, <laughs> granny said, I did not use the spray to inflict any injuries. I was trying to inflict injury on the germs. But her appeal was rejected and she got a six-month conditional discharge. Uh, and the, the judge said, um, she ruled she'd not intended to harm the fishers, uh, Mrs. Fisher and her daughter, but her actions were reckless. One can't help feeling there's a lot more to that that isn't reported in that article. It sounds like an ongoing feud between neighbours, doesn't it? Just sort of think when you read these things, a few droplets landed, so they rush off to hospital and they rush off and report to the police. But who knows? We don't know the whole story. It just seems a bit silly. But it made the papers. Oh, it's a track from Foreigner. We're coming up for the news at one o'clock.
Foreigner there, cut off rather sharply. I want to know what love is. It's uh, within a few seconds, about 10 seconds to 1 o'clock. Here's the news headlines from uh, Pacific Media News. As students in Auckland and Waikato return to their classrooms this morning, Robindale School Principal Carver Sao says, although parents may be keen to get back to normal, some people still need to stay home. If your children are sick, keep them home. If you're sick, Keep your children home. If you've got a case of uh, isolation where you've been uh, you've been exposed, make sure that you let us know and keep your children home. And organisers of the Megavax Pacific event over the weekend are blaming their low numbers on lack of funding. The vaccination drive-through at Mount Smart Stadium had hoped to vaccinate 10,000 people. Pakilo Manasi Lewis says the final figure of 2,700 is still worth recognising, but they could have done much more ran a very, very difficult campaign full of challenges from all sides, but we, through the grace of God, got through it all. We asked for a set amount and we only got 25% of what we were asking for, so we got 25% of the target, which we believe is fair. 
And I think it's incumbent on government departments, funders, to give community a fair go. A doctor in Papua New Guinea says that they are struggling to keep up with a surge of COVID-19 cases. Dr. Glenn Moller is the head of obstetrics at the School of Medicine and Health Sciences at the Port Moresby General Hospital. 1.7% of PNG's population are fully vaccinated despite hundreds of new cases each day. Dr. Moller says the Delta surge is the worst he's ever seen. In the COVID ward 1D where there are 50 beds, there would be four nurses on. We've had to convert two general wards into pure COVID wards. We've got two tent wards in the car park, as well as half the antenatal ward is occupied by women with pregnancy problems. And the sports, Tongan Paralympian and gold medalist Tupo Neyufi has been named as the ambassador for a youth foundation in South Auckland. The John Walker Find Your Field of Dreams Foundation runs free swimming programs for more than 60,000 young people in Monaco. Neyufi says sports is the pathway to self-esteem and show kids that they have potential and can have goals, whether big or small. And to Rugby League, Rugby League legend Stacey Jones is making a return to the Warriors as an assistant coach. After the sudden departure of recruitment manager Peter O'Sullivan, Jones was shoulder-tapped by the team's new general manager, Craig Hodges. For more, you can visit pmnnews.co.nz. You're listening to Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM. Well, I think there's little doubt if you watch the news or read the newspapers these days that the world's a rather sad place, isn't it? Uh, not only is the whole place uh, being overtaken by COVID, the pandemic, but some of the heartbreaking stories you see um, of refugees and, and people who are in, in absolute awful straits um, just trying to survive because of problems usually back in their own countries for whatever and meanwhile, um, on top of all that, you've got these parasites, these scammers, and uh, here we are just looking in the International Express. This is UK figures, of course. Eight in ten were a target, target for scammers. Nearly 45 million people were targeted by con artists trying their luck this summer. Eight in ten adults received a suspicious, suspicious message in the form of a text, recorded message, or live phone call over the past three months. Uh, some 71% of the people asked had a dubious text, and for 44% of these, it was at least weekly. I mean, it's awful, isn't it? Uh, well, as usual, they found that older people were often targeted by a landline. Um, six in ten of those aged 75 and over reported receiving a potential scam call to their home phone. And more than half of them had had such a call at least once a week. It's just a pain, isn't it? 2% of these uh, people, i.e. 1 million people out of the 45 million people estimated to have been approached by scammers, uh, 1 million followed the scammers' instructions. So you can see um, we spread the bread on the water and uh, 1 million people coughing up a few dollars um, or in some cases lots and lots and lots of dollars. It's a fair old income for these people. Ofcom, which is the um, UK um 
sort of uh, they'd look after the uh, telephone system and uh, that urged people to put the phone down and not to click on links in texts that's what we always say that's our theory don't open anything don't link anything uh, if anybody really wants to get in touch with you they will get in touch with you and you don't have to go back directly certainly on phone calls and texts and emails uh, so there we are. It's, it's very sad, isn't it? You think, oh gosh, there's so many people doing so much good in the world, but um, then you've got these awful people that are just preying on people and and uh, causing uh, untold misery and heartbreak. Oh dear. All right, um, his die straights with Lady Writer. <laughs>
And another common subject that seems to crop up in the paper is, of course, um, uh, things like old television shows, comedies that we used to think were really funny, uh, that have now become rather offensive due to changes in attitudes. And uh, there's just uh, an article here on racism and sexism warning is slapped on open all hours. If uh, you remember the Ronnie Barker series, um, with David Jason, as uh, the shopkeeper in the corner shop. Well, it all seemed pretty harmless at the time, as far as I can remember. I, I couldn't think there was any racism or anything like that in it. It was, uh, no, it was fine. But, well, now episodes of the BBC comedy, which began in 1973, have been flagged up for their outdated content, with users of the BritBox streaming service told, contains racial humour and language of the time that may offend. I say it? remember anything racial in it at all but of course we didn't take any notice of those things so much in those days um in one episode granville oh here we are this is easy in one episode granville complains he wants to ditch his delivery bike as using it has given him huge calves like a rickshaw coolie <gasps> coolie is a derogatory term for a low-paid worker from east asia so uh probably all the low-paid workers in east asia are up in arms about uh this derogatory term being used um to uh, associate with them mm. and meanwhile jokes aimed at love interest Gladys Emanuel played by Linda Barron included a reference to and I quote her tightly packed blouse oh, golly, I'm sorry I'm all offended now where we are it just seems to be the thing we know about uh, what's happened with faulty towers and um, don't mention the war and all this sort of thing people get very sensitive now and uh, of course they can easily make themselves heard on uh, anti-social media Hmm. Here's a nice gentle one. I like this one. Just sit back and relax and listen to Elkie Brooks and Pearl's a singer. Pearl's a singer. She stands up when she plays the piano in a nightclub. Pearl's a singer. She sings songs for the Club. 
Want their dream garden? Want their lush lawn? Want delicious homegrown veggies? Coastal Landscape Supplies has it all. Top quality organic weed-free soil, mulch, compost, veggie mix and lawn mix to sow, re-sow, plant and grow. Available in bags or bulk. Coastal Landscape Supplies, trusted in Carpety for over 25 years, or Mahi Street, Waikanae. Don't forget your trailer, truck, or ask about the delivery service. Mulch, 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 mulch. And she went wee, 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 all the way home. Incontinence. A lot of people have problems with it, especially nighttime incontinence, but no one talks about it. Anzacare does. They understand. Sleep is incredibly important, but when you or a family member has an incontinence issue, it can disrupt your sleep as well as the psychological effects. Relax. There are an amazing array of products that will help. Located right in Mahara Place, why can I? Dry Sleeper at Anzacare next to the old library. Or you can search Dry Sleeper or Anzacare online to find their website. Dry Sleeper by Anzacare products are not going to let you down. Eco-friendly, reusable, designed in New Zealand by a New Zealand-owned company. They're a great investment. If you are over the extra washing and need a product that is really absorbent, soft and discreet, visit Dry Sleeper by Anzacare. They care. Continue the subject of uh, possibly offensive TV uh, programs and uh, where Britbox has just read out to you, um, uh, putting a warning on open all hours that it contains racial humour and language of the time that may offend. Now looking in... Uh, another issue of the Internet Express, um, often criticised for their uh, censorship of uh, comedy programmes that we used to watch in the 60s, 70s maybe. Uh, it's BBC. Uh, it's a BBC comedy is free to, free to offend Davy Pledges. Now, Davy, that's um, Tim Davy, who's the relatively new Director General of the BBC. He's pledged that the broadcaster's comedy shows will not be neutered, in inverted commas, by a desire to play things safe. Tim Davies said performers and panellists should not be fenced into limited creative spaces where audiences are safe from offence. He warned that the UK risks developing a climate in which the freedom to debate issues and sharing views is seen as simply too risky. He said, we need to ensure that genres such as comedy are not neutered by a desire to play things safe. We all know there are limits and that a routine fueled by gratuitous unpleasantness is unfunny. But we should not be fenced into limited creative spaces where no one can take any offence. I like that last sentence. That caught my eye. Uh, we should not be fenced into limited creative spaces where no one can take any offence. 
somebody's always going to take offence, aren't they? Because um, we've all got our different views because we're all individuals. So, But I thought that was good news. It doesn't refer to um, back comedies like Open All Hours and Faulty Towers and Love Thy Neighbour and some rather uh, strange uh, things that, looking back now, that we used to laugh at in the, say, what, the 60s, 70s. So whether the, the BBC will still... Um, push those out without a bit of censorship don't know but anyway it's a refreshing view i thought now last week i uh, read you an article out of the paper which was uh, saying which are what what are top of the pops for for your funeral music and songs and uh, this one uh, apparently is, is quite popular at funerals one of the most popular
So there we are. Apparently, if you want to be really trendy at your funeral, <laughs> that's the music that you, uh, one of the tracks that you can request. I'm not quite sure what the uh, attraction is for that, for a funeral. I don't think it's, I don't think I choose it for mine. I, even the lyrics seem a bit strange, but, um, well, that's, that's the fact. That's what people, a lot of people, uh, have played at their funerals. Fisherman's Friends. Now, what does that, that mean to you? Well, it doesn't mean some chap down the road or whatever. Uh, it normally means the, the old cough suite. And I can remember from a child, as far as I can remember, there's sort of these things that um, you try once and you never go near again because they're very strong if you've ever had one. Anyway, uh, they are and have turned out to be extremely popular. And so as a, here's a, a very nice article, which is um, it sort of balances out the awful one I was reading to you about these horrible people who go around scamming people. This lady, um, Doreen Lofthouse, she's the widow um, who transformed Fisherman Friend Cough Sweets into a global brand, and she's left £41 million to charity. So there we are, just about $85 million she's left to charity. Isn't that wonderful? She just died. She was 91. She was dubbed the mother of Fleetwood, um, Fleetwood being a Lancashire town, a fishing port, which she's, over the years, has pumped millions of pounds into. She made her fortune after expanding the lozenges sales. Of course, they're lozenges, aren't they? For 100 years, it had, uh, it had just sold locally in the Lofthouse family-run chemist shop. 100 years. Um, so Doreen worked as a clerk. Then she married Alan Lofthouse, a descendant of the lozenge founder, James Lofthouse. Um, so Doreen persuaded a branch of Boots the Chemist near Birmingham to stock Fisherman's Friend, and it performed so well that Boots headquarters got in touch. And a few years later, in 1972, the business moved into a big uh, new unit near Fleetwood. Now, five billion sweets, five billion lozenges, are sold globally each year, netting £55 million, pounds, $110 million in annual revenue. Uh, so she left a load of stuff to household staff and her family, and uh, the remaining £41 million pounds will go to her Lofthouse Foundation, which provides millions of pounds in charitable investments in Fleetwood. Her family have already funded a £1.6 million pound renovation of the local hospital, sponsored a lifeboat in the town, and refurbished public spaces. Isn't that incredible? I think that's just... So heartening that there are people like that. And there are a lot of people like that, of course, around the world. They're not just full of scammers, but just so incredibly generous with people. Lovely, lovely, lovely lady. And she deserved to live to a ripe old age, 91, as we all do, we hope. Ah, here's one who is David Essex. Shake 
David Essex there, um, and I should add that uh, he's not, I did mention he's not 91 yet. No, he's only 74, 74, yes, um, born in 1947. Still going strong. I believe he re-released a, an album last year, and he's one of these people that crops up in pantomime every now and again. Uh, right, I played um, a track by Gary Moore last week. I've got another one here. He's, he's really popular one. This is nice. Sit back. Here's a nice one. Still got the blues. so easy to give my heart away but I found out the hard way there's a price you have to pay I found out that love was no friend of mine I should have known Time after time So long It was so long ago But I've still got the blues Oh 
Think you need a new roof? Then think again. Give your roof new life and new colour by the professionals for less cost. Fixit Roofing are exclusive Kofi roofing agents for the Potadua and Kapiti districts. Fixit Roofing can paint your concrete tiles or iron roof and resurface decromastic tiles. We're specialists in pointing, mortaring, sealing leaks, replacing old nails and applying rust kill treatments. With our roof inspections, you'll receive a full report with options. Let us install your new roof with guttering too. And our maintenance program will rid your roof, gutters, decks, paths of moss and lichen. Give Kelly a call on 04-298-5172 or 0800-COFI. Fix-It Roofing Limited, a member of Roof Association New Zealand, are your Kofi roofing agents for the Porua and Kapiti districts. Roofing specialists for over 35 years. Call the Kofi guys. Call the Kofi guys. Oh, the super shot. 
Woodman here from Auto Super Shop Cavity. Some may know us as Woodman Automotive, Mahi Street, Waikanae. I've been in the game now for over 50 years, and together, our team, we've got over 150 years of experience in our workshop, and with the latest tools and diagnostics to really look after your vehicle. Remember us, Auto Super Shop Cavity, 04293 7651. It's the place to stop your auto super shops. It's uh, 25 minutes to two before two o'clock I finish this show. So let's have a look at the rest of the day here on Coast Access Radio. So, yes, I sign off at two with the news. And then following my program, there'll be some music, incidental music in the background before three o'clock, celebrating life on our own terms. Um, stories of people who have changed their lifestyles and careers later in life, in their 50s, I believe. Um, and then at 4.30, political point of view, talking to uh, Horofenema Mayor Bernie Wanden. And then at uh, 5.30, Grinding Gears, 6 o'clock, Comedy Corner, 7 o'clock, Conversations uh, in the studio, uh, recorded were Lee and Andy. Now, they've been on before. These are the people, it's got, the program's called Blue Light, and it's uh, talking about the um, sort of ele- electromagnetic fields and things which we've we've got in our houses, whether we know it or not. I think we're all a bit aware of uh, are, are microwaves safe or not? Do they give you cataracts? Well, there's all sorts of things these days, of course, with Wi-Fi and remote controls and goodness knows what um, invisible signals flying about in your home. So there we are. That's at uh, seven o'clock. Conversations. Eight o'clock, the Blues Train. That's a repeat of Ryan Gatling's program from last Saturday morning. Nine o'clock, Radio Ted. And as always, at ten o'clock, a little bit of American music, country music, American connection. Ten o'clock, here on Coast Access Radio 104.7. Oh, it's time to uh, sit back, put your feet up, and just revel in the wonderful music of Pink Floyd.
Amazing stuff from uh, Pink Floyd there. Dark Side of the Moon, 1973. Now, uh, Lionel Blair. The, these names crop up. Poor old Lionel Blair. Say poor old Lionel Blair. Certainly old. Probably wasn't poor. He just died. Passed away. Aged 92. So just slightly uh, beat the lady who was selling Fisherman Friend lozenges. Beloved stage and TV star Lionel Blair has died at the age of 92 understood to have passed away early on Wednesday, surrounded by his loved ones. Well, that's nice, isn't it? Um, so all sorts of shows and things that he appeared on. Um, I didn't know much about him at all. He married to Susan, and they had three children, comedian Matt, actress Lucy, and Daniel. Doesn't tell you what Daniel does, or probably an accountant or something. <laughs> that's offended all the accountants out there. Right. Um, so he was actually born in Montreal. That was interesting. In 1928, his parents uh, had immigrated to Canada, so he was uh, Canadian. But uh, they moved back to Tottenham, North London, when he was one years old, one year old. So there we are. Lionel Blair just passed away. Hmm. Everybody's getting older, aren't they? All uh, right. George McRae. Here's a here's a nice one.
Hi, this is Jean from Cavity Coast Property Management. Are you aware of all the legislation required with your investment property? Not just insulation and smoke alarms, but now heating, ventilation, moisture ingress, drainage and draft stopping. Let me manage these burdens for you. 18 years experience with great fees and service. Contact Jean on 027 682 5399 or check out the website on www.kcpm.co.nz. Well, as I said, I'm off to see the uh, the Eagles tribute band tonight in uh, in Wellington. I can't remember what we paid for the tickets, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, but there's an article here: Adele gig tickets a ripoff. Concert promoter Harvey Goldsmith has hit out at the cost of Adele tickets. Prices for the two sellout British summertime gigs in Hyde Park in July next year start at ninety pounds. That's nearly two hundred dollars each, and so to £579. That's just over $1,000, isn't it? Nearly, probably knocking on for nearly $1,200 for a ticket to go and see Adele at Hyde Park. Wow. Um, Elton Stones and Elton, Rolling Stones and Elton promoter Harvey uh, Goldsmith said he was not in the business of fleecing fans. He said, we never used to charge those prices back in the day. I would say £90 is expensive enough. Hmm. A music industry source said it was a full-day event and priced to reflect that. Wow, that's a lot of money, though, isn't it? Oh, gee. Well, we're coming up towards the end of the programme. About 11 minutes to go to the news at 2. We'll squeeze a couple more in. Here's Kate Bush.
The next article I came across was, we've had a few uh, things I've read out over the past months, in fact, certainly since the uh, the business of Black Lives Matter brought the attention to uh, of people to statues, which have been uh, put up in various towns, cities all around the world, of course, uh, as to whether they're suitable and whether they should stay because of uh, links with um, slavery and, and things like that. So here's an interesting one, Explorer Going Nowhere. A community has voted to keep a statue of Sir Henry Stanley despite 7,000 complaints. Remember that figure, 7,000 complaints. Uh, a petition called for the removal of Stan, um, Stanley's bronze following claims of cruelty and racism during his adventuring. Well, of course, he's the chap that uh, found missing missionary David Livingston and is reputed to have said, uh, Dr. Livingston, I presume. Um, so this is the statue they put up in 2011, uh, not that long ago, in Denby, North Wales. And uh, so they, they went to a vote. I, I was rather intrigued by that, 7,000 complaints. I, I assumed that was the voting, but it's not. Now listen to this, because in fact, um, checking the facts of this thing, the um, the council, because of these online complaints that came in, not necessarily local people, the uh, population of Denby is just under just under seven thousand. It's got nothing to do with the seven thousand uh, online complaints. Anyway, the, so the council said, "Do you want to keep this statue or don't you?" So, just <laughs> just over eight percent of the population could be bothered to turn out, and so it just shows how the sort of feelings that the people of Denby have got on this issue they don't see it, presumably, as particularly an issue. But the, of the eight percent who turned out to vote, four hundred and seventy-one people said keep the statue, and just a hundred and seventy-one said get rid of it. I thought that I'd either like that. I think it puts it all into perspective, really. All this, lots and lots of people uh, easily making a fuss. They don't live anywhere near Denby. Probably don't know anything about it. But very easy to to bang your name down and make a fuss and say, "Oh, get rid of this statue. He was a racist." Well, we all know there's mixed histories on the, uh, with these people. But then the local people, it's their town, it's their statue, and they've said, "No, quite definitely, we want to keep it." So, I bit of common sense. Now we've got uh, just about time, I think. Rearrange my schedule a bit here because, um, as I told you, I'm off to see the Eagles tonight, tribute band in Wellington, and I've just got Hotel California here, which is going to fill in nicely the time between now and the news. So. Uh, I'm going to have to say goodbye. It's Peter Fleming. I hope you've enjoyed the the program. Now, I'm not going to be here for the next two weeks, uh, taking a bit of advantage of uh, a bit of spare time uh, to go away. So won't be here for two weeks, but I'll be back then sometime in December to just before Christmas, golly, to uh, carry on great tracks and side tracks. In the meantime, look after yourselves, keep clear of COVID, get those vaccinations, and I'll see you in December. Bye for now. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.